I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan, Wes Anderson has a new movie. Yay. Uh, after French Dispatch, yay. Uh, yes. We, I, neither yeah. of us really cared for that. Uh, Asteroid City. Uh he has grown his cast of actors yet again. Um, it, it, it may actually be bigger than Fast X. Uh, I'll allow that argument. Uh, but you know, and he well, what's what's funny is that he actually adds he adds both end of the uh, Hollywood age spectrum. Uh, yeah, we get Tom yeah. Hanks, mm-hmm. um, and we get uh, Maya Hawk. And uh, Sophia Lillis. Yeah. Um, so it's an interesting. He's growing in both generational directions in 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 this. But he, you know, we still get Jason Schwartzman, Scarlett Johansson's in this one. Uh, Cranston yeah, is here. Think? Norton is here. Yes. Uh huh. It's it's you know Jeffrey all, Wright. Yep. Uh, it's Aiden Brody. Uh, we get yeah. uh, Leave Schreiber is great is in this yeah. one, which is I mean again it's so it, it, it Cecil B DeMille is envious. Of of the cast that Wes Anderson is putting together, um, yeah. this is very hard to talk about. So let's well, let, I, I, here's here's the, here's what I'd say. There's a there there was a main story, and that main story is about a group of kids who are given awards for making crazy science projects. Yes, and, they, and it takes place in a small town, uh, tiny town, Atomic City. Um, you know. The, the, but it's framed as it's it's so it, it initially kicks off it's a TV show and right. it's a TV show about a play and how people are how you make a play how it develops into becoming a performance yeah so it's it's a film about a television show about a play written by and how the playwright developed that story that we're watching. That yeah. is three levels and, and, of complexity too much. And, and, and how the actors, so, so how the actors approach their roles. Yes. Um, I think, I think the easiest way to go though, is to just say, at least any, on a, my, what I had to do. And, and this is what I like about this is I can now go back and I can see it again and see it and kind of take layer by layer. Yeah. Um, I think the best way to approach this film is: look, you're gonna you're gonna get that there's that stuff going on, and you're gonna know when it's backstage and versus when it's on stage. And I would just say focus on the on stage element. Yeah. At this point, for you know, it, it's it's nice and quirky, which or whatever that <laughs> that we have these TV program aspects. If you get so distracted with trying to figure all of that out, which I think there is a lot going on there, I think you you miss the central story. Um, you know about about 
these kids this, these awards and something crazy happens and it turns into, i mean it's it's it, it, it turns into it's it's got western sci-fi um, it's got social commentary it's got some commentary political it's, commentary it's it's, you know, it's 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 in the 50s 60s so it's got bad atmosphere going but it's not like the real 50s or 60s right. it's that imagined it's the wes anderson imagined place that that um that we have a nostalgia for which is kind of funny because we've never been there right but we still for whatever reason we're we're drawn to it uh so yeah cast of thousands uh any any particular person you didn't like in the, any particular aspect of it you didn't like or no because i think uh, i think the the cast um is is used really quite well but you you have this massive cast but they don't feel shoehorned in it feels like no yeah like it could have been a, it, it doesn't i mean there there are elements where it says you know could you have a cast that big in, in a play uh that realistically no you couldn't but that's not really the point you know um no, that, that, that's that's true. Well, this let's let's talk about that for a second. This movie is only an hour and forty four minutes. It, it, yes, and it's it, it's tight and it's. Uh, but you you could argue that we could see ten more minutes of the kids subplot, the five sure. award winners, sure. or you know five more minutes of um, the school kids and Maya Hawk, their teacher, mm-hmm. um, or you know, three minutes of actual development of the, the, the bluegrass country band guy, cowboy dudes. And, and none of that would feel pressed in their interest. They're all interesting. Um, but, but I don't think I, I, I don't, it's not necessary. A, yeah. And I would say that, that what Wes Anderson does and has always done, really quite well is to give us a taste yeah of, of this world um and it's always there's always a lot of things going on and um it's like he's if it, it, it it's like if you were to write a pop song <laughs> but it has three possible choruses and all three choruses are great Rather than, you know, it's not one of those songs that you just have a chorus and right. that's it. There's actually legitimately three parts of that song that on its own probably could have been a hit. Right. But they've managed to put all three of them into one song. And while, yeah, maybe maybe it, it should have been two songs. But the fact that it works as one, to me, is, is just remarkable. Um I mean, I, 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 if if you can't tell, I, I, I really like this movie. No, I, 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 I think this one, it, it is like I said. I, I think it's, 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 it's at least two layers too busy. Um, but, but if you I just almost don't mind that, you but know, yeah, I almost yeah, like yeah. But if you're going to rewatch it, that's the way to go. I mean, like if you want to watch this seven, eight times, yeah, you're going to be yeah. able to dig deep into it. Um, but yeah, and, I, and there's that part of me that that says I can do that. Yeah, like, I could. This is a film that I, that I could actually 
sit down and watch two or three more times just to see everything. Right. Well, even it it's one, it, like, it, yeah. in typical Wes Anderson fashion, at one point, the levels cross over. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brian Cranston, which is great. Oh, wait, I'm not supposed to be here. I'll just, yeah. <laughs> you know, and he takes back off. So it's, you know, it's, 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 it's a little nod maybe by Wes Anderson. It's like, I, I know it's, you know, I know it's busy. Just, you know, stay with me, but no, it, it is. It's, it's, it's really good. Just watch it. You know, just kind of accept that you're watching the story of this town and this event and these kids basically and, and their parents and whatnot. Um, and don't worry about those other layers. And it, it, it I think anyone can watch this movie. It's, it's definitely, I, I said it's not it's not top tier Wes Anderson, but it's I don't know, it's, man. It, it it's pretty close if it's not. It's, it's yeah. I mean, I, there's there's definitely ones that I prefer. Um, but it's but but actually, you know what I'm going to say is I reserve the right to later determine where this fits. Yeah, that's because that, well, yeah, with his movies, you almost have to. It's it's not you know I mean. But hey, look, if you enjoy what you're seeing and hearing on the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, why not take a second to click subscribe if you're on YouTube, click follow wherever you're listening to us, uh, you know, follow us on Twitter at VS Movie Podcast, same over on Facebook. If you're on uh, Instagram, it's Visually Stunning Movie Podcast. That would be awesome for us. We appreciate you listening. And now let's get back to the show. There is so much that I do like about it. Oh, yeah. But but, but uh, yeah, but it's it, you know where where does it rank? I don't know, but I can tell you that it's you know I don't want to say it's like his comeback film because it but, wasn't like the French Dispatch was you know horrible. It just wasn't up to what we're used to. Yeah, um, but this is it, it, you know I guess you can call this a return to form. Um, but he wasn't that far off. You know, something like he was. A baseball team in last place that turned around and right. won the World Series the next yeah. year. Now he 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 had a a mediocre film um, that didn't work as well as I think he probably wanted it to or he thought it did, and didn't do everything that we expect from a Wes Anderson film. But yep. wasn't wasn't horrible, you know. So I, I don't want to be like I could I can watch that again not as i wouldn't be as willing to watch it again as much as i'd be willing to watch this again right because i think there's more to unravel here and i like i like that you know that's something i i like um i guess the part that that kind of sums up my feelings about this film to a, a great extent is at the beginning they uh they had the writer they have the writer and he's going to we're, we're going to show you writing him write the writing process well actually we're not because the writing process is boring right and so what we're going to do is we're going to kind of skip past the fact that he was sitting at a table and been doing this all on his own and we're going to go to the point where it's been written and we're going to read from the script the description of the town and they read this description of what the stage would look like and it's so complex that I am sitting there going, 
I have no idea what this town looks like. And then immediately, what do they do? They cut to the, the town. town. Yeah. And they show it. And it, the entire thing is shown. Uh, and you see everything. And suddenly, all those crazy things that they were describing that you couldn't quite put together are sitting there. And it's like, oh. The miracle of theater. Why, well, and, and why didn't you just say that? Well, I did. We did. We, we literally that's exactly did. What we, ago. Yes. That's, this, is what we, this is what we were describing to you. It was just so strange and, you know, that you couldn't, and detailed that your brain couldn't unscramble it. Yep. Um, and I like to think I'm a reasonably intelligent person. Um, hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But, but then, you, so then you see it and you go, well, yeah. I don't know why it's that way, but okay. Right. You know, I don't know why there's this overpass that, it's half finished and I don't even know why it was started, but you know what? It's there Yep. and it's part of this place. Okay, fine. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go into this place that he's created and let's, um, you know, run with it. Yep. And, uh, and I, and I just, I mean, I don't know if it's cause I grew up in Utah, but <laughs> growing up in Utah, we have, I mean, there's cause there's aspects of, uh, you know, they're testing nuclear weapons yep. and not so distant, you know, like up the road, basically, Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of, you know, growing up in Utah, particularly in the late seventies and eighties, the downwinder thing yep. was a part of our culture. Um, so there's that Westerns were part of our culture. Um, the whole area of 50, you know, 54 and everything is close to our culture. Yep. I mean, we're, so he's taken a lot of these things that were odd parts of my childhood and, and, and kind of put them together in a old movie sort of way, Yeah. which again, part of my childhood was seeing, you know, uh, spending summers seeing, uh, you know, public domain films that were in the public domain because they were cheap. Yeah, and so the theater could show those to kids, and it didn't cost them really much of anything to show them to kids. So you're getting all these old B B movie sci-fi films, and, and and that's in this. So, you know, and and I I just was fascinated by how much of my childhood <laughs> is in this movie. 
in this movie, but it's not really my childhood. It's it's just reference points. Yeah. Because, you know, I was never a downwinger. I was, you know, I, my life was anything but a Western. Um, I mean, none of, none of these things are things that are actual tangible, but they all remind me of sort of this place that was childhood. And I think that's fascinating. Yeah. Wes uh, Anderson's really good. at he, he gives the impression of a lot of things. Yeah. And there, there are a lot of things that a lot of people recognize. You know, yeah, they, in, touch, in some way, like touchstones. Yeah, they're touchstones. So uh, yeah, either, so no, it's yeah. it's just it's he he builds a world, and if you like his worlds, then and this cast of characters in this world works. And yeah. I think that was my problem with actually the French Dispatches. I didn't feel like that cast of characters worked in that world. They didn't. They didn't for me, which is is probably why I didn't like it. Um, but you know, my favorites are his. You know, I like Grand Budapest and uh, uh, a phenomenal film, uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah, um, where the, where you have weird characters that make sense, right? To be and, together in this one, you have weird characters in a in a weird situation, but together they just kind of normalize. And yeah, you just kind of ride along this weird, normal wave of storytelling, and it, it it's just one of those it's it's just one of those things that he's really good at is somehow making it work. Um, and when it doesn't work, you don't necessarily care, um, because you're just like ah, you know what? It's just you know it's it's a point of view issue, or maybe I saw it wrong, or something. You know, you can well, dismiss or, any issue you might have for or, the most part with his movies. And, or, and this one does all frankly, that really well, but there's not really a lot to, like I said, ex- except to try to keep the level straight. Yeah, but it is always you know, clear been, where you're at. Yes. And, and I think that's the part. So it's like, okay, look, you, you listen to us try to explain it to you. Just understand that, again, it's like them trying to explain what the set looks like. Yeah. Just when they show it to you, you'll know when when it is whatever layer it is you'll know yep. now I don't know that you'll get the entire significance or you'll get all the humor or all because I don't know that's a lot to take in because yeah. there's a lot that happens and there's a lot of you know a lot of characters and, and they're all given a certain space um, and yes could they have a movie on their own yeah would I watch that movie? Probably. <laughs> you know, would, yeah. it, would it be as good? I don't know. You know, but I, I, I like the idea that we're kind of dropped into a world that is so fully formed. Yeah. That you, you, you know, and it's weird because this is a play. And so technically speaking, these characters don't exist when they exit. Right. But they feel like they have so much backstory that you could just follow them instead. Right. And you would have, uh, you know, a different film, um, but the same film. Yeah, but, I, know, I, I almost wonder what I almost wonder what he could do with like a six episode miniseries. Yeah, um, you know, six one hour episodes or whatever. Uh, that would be an interesting call. Uh, so yeah, so Asteroid City opens this week. Opens wide. It opened limited last week. And it did extremely well. That is my understanding. Per theater was. 
Uh, nice. It, it was uh, ast- astronomical. It was it was it was the highest per theater average since La La Land, mm-hmm. which is obviously pre-pandemic. And and to me, that's a very good sign. That that because the, the indie film market was the one that could maybe go away. Yeah. But it's also, I think, it's just as important as the blockbusters. You, you need to cultivate theatrical experiences. They can't all be huge movies. Right. Um, so that, you know, if people are going to, I hope people do warm up to the idea of seeing this movie in theaters. Oh, yeah. And going and, and supporting movies in theaters because I think it's, we're at a very dangerous point in cinematic history where a lot of these films won't play in theaters yep. at all. And, and, and I, I think that there's something about seeing a Wes Anderson film with a bunch of strangers or not strangers, uh, but just with people, um, you know, the ensemble that's on, on screen and you have an ensemble that it's in the audience and everyone's reacting differently to it. And I, and I think that that's uh, an important part of cinema and I don't want to lose that. No, absolutely. Uh, So, yeah. So if you're looking for something a little different this weekend, uh, you know, then the big, the movies that they're ramming down your throat, you know, trying to get the, the 80 to $120 million weekends to, to recoup their budget. Uh, This it's a little different. It's actually a lot different, but in a good way. Uh, but, it's also, but it's familiar, too. Yeah. That's the weird thing about it is, what is it like? Well, it's like a lot of things, you know, it, but it's not specifically a thing. It's a Wes Anderson film. Right. And and it, it, it's wonderful that we live in an age where there's certain directors who have thing where you can say, well, this is a classic Wes Anderson film, and you know what? And if you've seen his films, you know what that means. Well, and, and you know, you it would be like saying you know it's a Tarantino film. Yes, and so you know what? Do, you know, does it? I guess yeah. It's nice to have in, in an age where we're having a lot of films that feel like the same thing. You occasionally get someone who comes in and says, "You know what? I I, I make my movies." Yep. I don't really care if they're popular or if they're timely. I'm just going to make my movies, and I'm going to make my movies the best I can. And that's what they're doing. It's you know, I mean, I, it's not like Wes Anderson's films are expected to do huge amounts of money. You kind of know the space that he exists in. Um, I'd love to see that space get a little larger, right. but I don't think that's that's going to change. I don't think giving Wes Anderson more more money. I don't think he would spend more money. I think he makes, you know, the films cost what they need to cost. Right. But he's never movie. he's never going. How much can he's? I don't think he's ever thinking. How big can I make it? No, I, I and and he, uh, you know, I think he knows how to stretch a dollar. Too. <laughs> That's true. Even if it's probably convincing some of these people to work for less. Yeah, but who wouldn't want to? Right, exactly. I mean, that's how we wind up with with Tom Hanks. Thank God, Tom Hanks has redeemed himself for me for the last he, couple he, years. Yes, yes, Tom Hanks. Uh, well, oh, he's a, he's a good character in this. He is. 
and his performance is good. So, uh, so yeah, so Asteroid City opens this week, the 23rd uh, wide. Check it out. Uh, like I said, if you want something a little different, there's not a lot of new stuff this week um, to go up against it. Uh, you're going to, if, if you've seen what's in theaters and you want to get out, see something a little different, check out Asteroid City. Uh, okay. It is, it's, uh, you won't be bored. No. That's no. for sure. Uh, no, and it's just, it's just, oh, there's just, I just love the, the, the simplistic and yet complicated, you know, story that's yep. told and, and how it cat again it, it goes and and kind of touches on things of that feel childlike and innocent yeah but it's not really innocent no <laughs> no not at all you know? so uh, but yeah so uh so that's it uh that, that uh, asteroid city definitely check it out we both thumbs up this one uh next week uh we next week the big release is indiana jones and the Dial of Destiny, and we will be talking about that. We have seen it. Uh, that will be an episode worthy of I have no idea what, um, but we will be talking about it. Uh, there's a couple more coming out. We're you know we're a month away from Mission Impossible Seven, so uh, be watching for that. Once they decide they let us talk about that, I'm not sure when that embargo will end, but we'll talk about that as quick as we can. Uh, and you know we've got some TV and some other stuff to talk about, and we will get to that as well. So uh, until we do, don't forget to like us, follow us on social media at BS Movie Podcast. You know that already. And until next time, I'm Mark. That is Ryan. Bye, Ryan. See you guys. Uh, And we will talk to you all later. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.